This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let's Talk Ideas.org, your budget friendly custom design firm in Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean hosting regional forum on climate action financing. Ocean Point Terminals partners with Virgin Group Company, BMR Energy, to build solar farm in U.S. Virgin Islands. UK Prince William suggests monarchy will respect any decision to become republic. Ethiopian Airlines touches down in Barbados with delegates for inaugural conference. Liat to get additional aircraft. New Frenchman's Reef property on St. Thomas set to reopen by December. And U.S. Virgin Islands' Julian the Hawk Jackson inducted into Nevada Hall of Fame. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, September 2nd. We start our report today with a look at climate action for the region. Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean is hosting a regional forum on climate action financing. The Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean is hosting a two-day regional forum on investment and financing for climate action in Latin America and the Caribbean. The event is one of five regional forums the Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean will organize on initiatives to finance climate action and the sustainable development goals, which are being held ahead of the United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP27, to take place November 6th-18th in Egypt. High-level government authorities and officials from international organizations, along with representatives of the private sector, development and commercial banks, and multilateral and bilateral corporation partners, will participate in the roundtable on climate finance and energy transition in Latin America and the Caribbean, which will take place September 1st and ends today. The second at the central headquarters of the United Nations Economic Commission for Latin America and the Caribbean in Santiago, Chile. The hope is that the roundtable will activate processes for establishing investment agreements between those responsible for project portfolios in Latin America and the Caribbean governments and financial institutions by defining concrete opportunities to move forward on the region's sustainable energy transition. The analysis of necessary policy changes and the bottlenecks that exist for financing and the interaction with both public and private financing and investment sources to mobilize actions towards COP27. Now on to the U.S. Virgin Islands where energy transitions are taking place as Ocean Point Terminal partners with Virgin Group company BMR Energy to build a solar farm. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports Ocean Point Terminals recently announced that it has partnered with BMR Energy, a Virgin Group company and developer, owner and operator of clean energy projects in the Caribbean and Central America, to construct an approximately 
10 megawatt DC and 7.5 megawatt AC ground mounted utility scale solar farm at Ocean Point Terminals on St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. According to the release, the facility will generate and deliver power to Ocean Point's Marina Logistics Terminal and storage and blending complex pursuant to a 20-year lease and operation and maintenance agreement. The facility will be located on the site across from the terminal's administration building and adjacent to a housing estate owned by Ocean Point, with construction expected to begin in the fourth quarter of 2022. Ocean Point said the solar farm will include more than 18,000 photovoltaic modules. It will also be able to withstand wind speeds up to 180 miles per hour. The project will be BMR Energy's third solar farm in operation in the U.S. Virgin Islands. BMR Energy also provides clean, sustainable electricity through its 6.4 megawatt solar farm in Dunu, St. Thomas, and its 5 megawatt solar farm in Spanish Town on St. Croix. In other news, UK Prince William suggests the British monarchy will respect any decision by countries in the region to become republic. The Guardian reports that as the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge controversial tour of the Caribbean draws to a close, William has signaled that the UK would support with pride and respect any decision by Jamaica, Belize and the Bahamas to break away from the British monarchy. It comes after the couple visited the three countries during a week-long tour to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee where it was met with criticism and protests amid calls for slavery repatriations and fury over the Windrush scandal. His comments are expected to resonate around the region, where there are five other countries in which the Queen is head of state. His comments come after Barbados took the landmark step of replacing the Queen as the head of state in November 2021 and elected the country's first president. The ceremony was attended by William's father, the Prince of Wales. The Cambridge tour, which was met with protests in Jamaica and Belize, is due to come to an end on Saturday. The Caribbean and African nations are linking up as Ethiopian Airlines touched down this week in Barbados with delegates for an inaugural conference. Barbados Today reports Barbados on Wednesday welcomed its first direct Ethiopian Airlines flight from Lagos, Nigeria, which was specifically arranged to bring in delegates for the inaugural Afri-Caribbean Trade and Investment Forum that officials hope will result in new opportunities and investment for businesses in Barbados and the region. The flight touched down at the Granley Adams International Airport with 103 passengers, including delegates and media personnel on board. More than 1,000 persons registered for the September 1st through 3rd Forum, which is being jointly held by the government of Barbados and the African Export-Import Bank at the Lloyd Erskine Sandiford Center. Barbados Minister of State in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, Sandra Husbands, described the forum as groundbreaking, noting that it signaled the start of a new relationship between the African content and Barbados and the Caribbean. 
She said the conference will provide Barbadian businesses with a large market to offer their products and services. Husbands noted that Export Barbados was looking at diversifying the number of products Barbados had to offer for export in an effort to increase the island's foreign exchange earning capacity. This is why this particular event is important. What this is doing is seeking to bring from across Africa, together with CARIFOM, the Caribbean Forum, and CARICOM, the Caribbean Community Countries, people who are interested in doing business together, she said. During the three-day conference, a number of investment opportunities in Barbados and the rest of the Caribbean, as well as opportunities in Africa, are expected to be presented to potential investors and business operators from both regions. In regional travel news, Liat to get additional aircraft. Antigua Newsroom reports Liat will soon get two additional aircrafts as efforts are being made to expand its operations in the region. According to Antigua and Barbuda Information Minister Melford Nicholas, the current difficulties related to intra-regional travel and trade make the expansion of Liat services an urgent matter. We are at the stage where Liat 1974 has continued to operate. Of course, they are encumbered by the limited number of aircrafts, so the intention is to scale up operations so that we can have at least two more aircrafts on lease arrangement. He said it is more likely that the leases will be undertaken by Liat 2020 Limited and will be passed over to Liat 1974 Limited to use until convergences take place. Minister Nicholas further indicated that Prime Minister Gaston Brown has received assurances of support for Liat from his counterparts in the region and particularly from the newly elected OECS governments. In related news, Alantham Airlines bankruptcy plans advance. Sink its Nevis Observer via Riders reports that Lantham Airlines, headquartered in Santiago, Chile, turned back two challenges to its bankruptcy reorganization plan on Wednesday, putting the carrier a step closer to emerging from Chapter 11 after seeking protection from creditors in the early months of the pandemic. Lantham said in a statement it was pleased by a U.S. bankruptcy court's decision confirming its reorganization plan in which two groups of creditors lost their appeals. Lantham, which filed for bankruptcy in 2020, won court approval to exit Chapter 11 in June. Its reorganization plan would inject about $8 billion into the airline through a combination of capital increases, issue of convertible bonds, and new debt. Now we head to the U.S. Virgin Islands where the new Frenchman's Reef property is set to reopen by December. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports in three months, the new owners of Frenchman's Reef, one of the largest resort properties on St. Thomas in the U.S. Virgin Islands, will open its doors to accommodate thousands of visitors. U.S. Virgin Islands lawmakers also approve a tax concession that allows the resort's owners to recoup hundreds of millions of dollars invested to rebuild the property following damage suffered by Hurricanes Irma and Maria in 2017. In April 2021, Fortress Investment Group acquired the former Marriott property and renamed that entity CRFE3. 
The St. Thomas Hotel is set to reopen on December 1, 2021, and will hire more than 400 full-time employees as it prepares for a grand opening in the first quarter of 2023. The U.S. Virgin Islands Territory will have the first ever autograph collection and re-envisioned Western Resort, new dining venues, considerable event space, and additional 400 rooms to its hotel product. Hotel and resort management company Ambridge Hospitality has been hired to manage the resort's day-to-day -day operations and will be in charge of staff recruitment. Former employees of Marriott Frenchman's Reef will be given preference when applying. Ambridge is expected to start filling opening positions in late September, up through the resort's reopening in December and beyond into 2023. The managing director of hotel acquisition said since acquiring the resort in April 2021, Fortress has invested $191.9 million into the project, with an additional estimated $78.9 million remaining to complete construction and reopen the resort. According to the report, upon completion, including the prior owner's investments, the total reinvestment into Frenchman's Reef is projected to be $428 million. Now on to sporting news. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports U.S. Virgin Islands boxer Julian the Hawk Jackson, known as one of the hardest punchers in boxing history, was officially inducted on August 27 to the Nevada Boxing Hall of Fame. The now 61-year-old won his first world title in Las Vegas, Nevada in 1987. He was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 2019. Jackson fought his last bout in 1998. He formerly held junior middleweight and middleweight boxing championship titles and fought in six world title bouts. 49 of Jackson's 55 victories were knockouts. Now on to the Bahamas, where a school project has won a global prize. Vertical Farm Daily via Tribune 242 reports Grand Bahamas Bishop Michael Eldon School's Vertical Hydroponics Garden project has been named as one of five global winners for the Foundation of Environmental Education Fee Biodiversity Campaign Best Practice Competition. Cyprus, Germany, India, and Spain were the other winners. The competition was organized by FEE, Learning About Forest Program. The Bahamas Reef Environmental Educators Foundation is the official fee representatives for the Bahamas and manages the Eco School Bahamas and Young Reporters for the Environment Programs. And here's our final note for today. Walmart Puerto Rico rolling out curbside pickup in more stores. News is My Business reports Maria M. Soto, Vice President of Operations for Walmart Puerto Rico, is the first woman and first Puerto Rican to lead the company on the island. Walmart Puerto Rico, which is marking its 30th anniversary on the island, is investing some $57 million this year to revamp its stores, including 
including adding more items and self-checkout points, as well as the deployment of curbside pickup at more stores. The retailer's public and government affairs director, Ivan Baez, confirmed. The five-year goal is for all 18 Walmart Puerto Rico stores to offer this service, he said. Earlier this week, Walmart Puerto Rico announced it's celebrating its 30th anniversary serving the island, where it has more than 11,000 employees. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.